Hello, my name is Esmeralda. And my name is Andres. My name is Ruby. And my name is Juan. And this, this is, is whatever, whatever the podcast. Okay, um, in this podcast episode number four, we're going to be having a metacognitive magna cognitive conversation conversation about a focused passage from chapter 18 of warriors don't cry then we will discuss <laughs> in the first we will have <laughs> number, two, number two in this episode we will discuss the focus passage from chapter 18 warriors don't I just said that. <laughs> well, uh, okay, um, then we'll discuss how this passage connects to the whole book and how it shows the author's main message to the readers. Okay. <laughs> we'll start off. Who wants to start? Okay, um, well, starting off with the question, um, like I didn't really make it up to this chapter I want to know what Grandma India promised her when she said quote as Grandma India promised and taught me to have courage and patience what did she promise her? Well, about that. I believe that she promised her that it taught me how to courage and patience since like she promised that things would get better and the point that Melba wanted to give up on like on the time like where she was like going through so much stuff but then it said and then it said grandma india taught promised me it taught me how to to have courage and patience that means that she wanted to have like a better like i don't know what to say but a better like like do not give up yeah. Like a better mindset of yeah. her, like not giving up on such a high, even though all those hard things she was going through. Yeah. Um, Juan, do you have any like aha moments or anything you were confused about? No. <laughs> um, something that I got confused about it was um, Central High School experience also taught me that we are not separate. I don't know what that means about, like, what did she mean by saying that? Well, what I put on that is, like, they might be all different races on all different colors, but they all come as a community, and, like, them being, that they weren't, um, we're just not separate, so, like, um, that even though they're separating them, they still, like, in a way, I don't know, honestly. I was gonna say have their back, but like I wouldn't say that either. So. I believe it's like a, like a choice, like like how you said like like it's all a community, but like sometimes there'll be like different type of times of effort that you have to put on it. I guess that it doesn't matter what religion or whatever race you are. Race. That we're all the same as a human. We all came same mm-hmm. ways. I think that's what she meant about yeah. being separate. Uh, um, one part that extremely confused me was <laughs> yeah, we the quote 
Well, I'll quote it. Um, when the Melkin organ is tainted by the radiation eruption of a Sullivan Soviet nuclear reactor, we are focused to see, uh, see focus, focus to see our independence. And that part, that was like some big words, and I don't like big words, so I'm like, that part really confused me, and yeah. I thought they were talking about milk because that's when the milk yeah, in Oregon sounds first. like the process of making milk. <laughs> that's what, that's what I was, it says milk in Oregon. Colin, um, would you like to bring anything up? The last polyfocused passage where it says, Past the remains is to prove our independence, to see ourselves reflecting every other human being and respect our honor uh, and our difference, uh, to honor our differences. I think it means um, how the authors try to tell the reader to cope more with or her independence and to reflect on every other human being and honor how different we all are Probably. which means we're really not separate we're the same mm-hmm. human we're all the same no one's like everyone's equal mm-hmm. um what else um one strategy that oh no one strategy that also helped me to like read or get a better understanding of focus passage was like the questioning and connecting strategy. Because when she says, when I look back on my little rock intubation, I thought of something that happened in the past. So, like, she's looking back into the past. Mm-hmm. That's my influence. Like flashbacks? Yeah, the flashbacks. Flashbacks of her past memories. And then, oh, I had a question about what, uh, of what, um, this was, was this like a mini, this was like a mini poem, yeah, that part, I don't know, anyone else? The strategy that helped me, <laughs> the strategy that helped me was, um, um, like paraphrasing on my own words, and also asking questions because it'll bring back like what I like, what I know and what I don't know. You know? You no? Know? You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. The strategy that I used while reading this was the talking to text, because I just get to write what my head and what my what I was going through through the process. So that's what helped me with this passage. Fun. What strategy did you, you use? I used no strategy. You used no strategy? No. Now how do you annotate the freaking? Just text? annotations and that's it. So you didn't use like you didn't have no questions. No, no questions at all. You so you understand. Like, did you didn't you paraphrase or something? No. So you just wrote. That's it. I wrote something, alright. So you didn't need no help. I asked no questions at all. Like, no questions. Dude, was there I any question that confused you? No. Okay. Okay. Thanks for listening to this unprepared metacognition podcast. Podcast, whatever. Episode four. Bye bye. Bye. Adios. Andale. Bye. Okay. Yeah. Hey. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. Ah. <laughs>